What's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It's 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. I'm live on Twitch, Facebook, DLive, YouTube, Periscope, Trovo, and of course, TalkStreamLive.com has the live audio feed as well as JLP Live, the JLP Live player. Also, it's, it's an app if you have an Apple product. If you don't, you uh, can get it through the internet, the JLP Live player. It's embedded in the HakeReport.com slash show, as well as when you go to jessileepeterson.com slash show and click on listen live. That's how you can catch Church with Jesse Lee Peterson while it's live, the Hake Report while I'm live, and of course, Jesse Lee Peterson, it replays his shows even after the radio show is done. It's awesome. I will be getting to your calls, guys, but first... It is Friday, April 23rd, 2021, the year of our Lord, the Lord of all. And um, I have another hand-picked song for you today. Some of you may be celebrating when it's over, but today is my last day this week of playing Furthermore songs, Furthermore being this kind of funky rap group from musical rap group. From uh, 1999 to 2005 or something. And this song is called Another Dimension. Enjoy while we let you guys stream on in here. So great. How can you not like this? Will it be called plain vanilla? <laughs> Crank it, Hake. Furthermore, thank you, scolded Chrissy. So. Yes, no, this is not Journey. No, this is not Nick's original music, although Nick's original music is pretty awesome. Did you hear Nick, Nick's original music? I don't know his SoundCloud. I don't know if he has it set up yet. <coughs> White Big Rap, thank you. Dollar Tree Lincoln Park again, says Colin Parrish. Come on. Bargain Bin Lincoln Park. <laughs> That's messed up, Craig Hutch. At least this guy didn't kill himself that I know of yet. Well, that's a little bit cold. That's a little bit dark. Let's keep it clean for the kids, guys. So we're going to be talking about this fake racism stuff. Georgia, Florida, all this drama about him. Parents are organizing against critical race theory, which is another word for anti-white brainwashing, anti-American brainwashing. Hake, this guy clearly uses a thesaurus while writing his raps. <laughs> Says, <clears throat> not Futex. Is this ICP? Inclane, insane Clown Posse? <laughs> Is that what they sound like? You know what, what rap group I really like? That one song anyway. Papa Roach. 
Papa Roach. So good. This is my last. No, I shouldn't sing over this song. This song is so good. But I will get to your calls, guys. 888-775-3773. I'm going to talk about uh, virus hype. Yeah, that's a second wave new metal, huh? Papa Roach. <laughs> I called it rap. <laughs> sort of rap rock new metal. Second wave. It's second wave new metal? Wow, I didn't know that. It feels like it was out in like... Well, probably after 99, huh? 2000, 2002, 2003. Okay. I graduated in 99. And so I kind of remember... I remember when uh, Linkin Park and... Who is that group that's all supposed to be mellow? They came out with the song Yellow. The first wave was in the mid-90s. That's right, because we had uh, P.O.D. and all those guys. That's true. Corn. Oh, Corn was like that? Yeah, Coldplay is the group that... It's all soft. Anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Oh. doing i am fine uh hake report who substituted for jlp earlier question mark question mark question mark question mark at hake report asks latin patriot that would have been nicolas nick also known as the anchor baby he called himself the anchor man and he manned up or yeah he manned up man upped the producer of the jesse lee peterson show nick also helps out with church with JLP, answers the biblical questions and stuff like that. Awesome. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Um, some of you guys are commenting on the fact that I liked that one Papa Roach song. Somebody said they have like two or three good songs. Really? I only know of one. <laughs> They're laughing at Papa Roach. What's up, Blazing Hogs? He graduated in 97. Right on. Class, in the, class of the late 90s. Um, he says in the song, Joseph Gerlix explains, and this is, this goes to my comment about white music. I don't know if Papa Roach is white music, because that sounds sort of Hispanic, doesn't it? Not to be, not to be racist, but anyway. He says in the song he doesn't give a blank if he cuts his arm bleeding. What a mess, white people. What the? That's what Joseph Gerlix says. Is that guy Hispanic? Is Papa Roach Hispanic? I don't know. Uh, I don't think the singer is Hispanic. I can't confirm. Right. He, to me, he looks white, and he has like a very white name. <laughs> Jacoby. Okay. Jacoby? And Jacoby. Jacoby. And I think there might be Hispanic members. I think maybe the bass player or the drummer is Hispanic. Yeah. But it's, I would consider it white music. New metal is white music. Right. The issue with it is that it's... 
has the black influence. Yes, it's kind of like yeah. how like people with ska, kind of like ska. Yeah, ska was embracing the Jamaican culture. Yeah, that's and, ugh, cringe. And it's basically kind of goes feeds into the Antifa versus skinheads culture, where they're anti-racist skinheads. Cringe. Oh right, yeah. 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 <laughs> Imagine being anti-racist. Yeah, jeez. Cringe. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, the um, I love new metal. <laughs> I mean, it's like my childhood. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it you see the problems. Yep. You see the problems with it. it kind of has the true degenerative side to it. Yeah. Didn't Sunny uh, from uh, from P.O.D. POD he had like dread. Was he Hispanic though? He was Hispanic. Yeah, I think he might be half black or, or okay. kind of Hispanic or something. He's definitely not full yeah. white. He has like <laughs> black hair, dark eyes, dreads. Okay. The whole shebang. I mean, we'll I, I love P- I love P.O.D. too. Yeah, 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 for sure. But yeah, <laughs> very nice. Did you party like it's 1999? Only afterwards. I was 10 years old, so. <laughs> <laughs> P.O.D. next week, Hake, boom, boom, here comes the boom. <laughs> Ready or not. Great song. So good. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I'm probably not going to play P.O.D. because that's too mainstream. I was anti-trendy, even though, in spite of myself, I still liked the P.O.D. songs. The Youth of the Nation, pfft. So good. Talking about real stuff going on. Instead of taking the test, he, talk, he took two to the chest. Terrible. Or something like that. I'm, destro- I'm destroying that song. <laughs> what a mess. Rancid is a good punk band, says PJ. Yeah, even Rancid went kind of Scottish. So, whatever. Jacoby. Reminds me of Jacoby and Meyer. Which, uh, the yeah, the lawyers. <laughs> Which doesn't seem all that white Christian to me. When I was a Christian growing up, which I'm still a Christian, right? But growing up, I was told it's immoral to sue people. (laughs) But there are times to sue people. You're not supposed to sue your brother, your brother in Christ. Anyway, before I get to calls, 888-775-3773, one line open. I have Chad, a first-time caller in Canada, says, White people is not a real race. Yikes. That feels like an attack. But we'll see. We'll talk to him coming up shortly. Fake racism going around. Listen to this clip. It was a tip to my uh, Twitter account. I forget who sent it to me. But shout out to the man who sent it to me. And I will be getting to your Super Chats as well. This is, from, this is a Marshall University... News clip from Wow KTV, W O W K TV, a local CBS 13 station, right? Marshall Student Group hosts a memorial, and this is over in West Virginia, for Georgia, Florida, and social justice awareness. Talk about subverted, dumb students. Jawbreaker is a good punk band, said Stephen Will. Yeah, I've heard that. I don't know if I've ever heard them before, but I've heard that name floating around for years. Uh, Listen to this clip, though. This is um, a little news report, and if you're watching the video, look closely at the turnout for this little group memorial for Georgia, Florida, and social justice, which is not justice, which is mob rule. It's a subversion of justice. The turnout looks slightly more crowded, I told my friend who sent this to me, than a Joe Biden rally, which means very sparsely attended. 
thank God. But unfortunately, was it, it was attended at all. Listen to this clip. It's ridiculous. Earlier today, Marshall University's Black United Students Group held a memorial for George Floyd. The program, a social justice gathering reflections on George Floyd, had speakers talking about the guilty verdict and how social justice is turning those in attendance. Heard from Marshall University President Jerome Gilbert, student government president, and the Black United <laughs> Students president on the importance of bringing awareness to campus. Terrible. It is very important for us to unite on campus because I feel like Black United Students, of course, is trying to bring back more um, culture and awareness to campus today. And I'm glad that we have a wonderful president, President Gilbert, who does pay attention <laughs> to our um, society and our culture and um, all of those who have fallen under fatal situations. The group Shameful. held a moment of silence they for cut Floyd at the closing of today's gathering. Look at that moment of silence. Yeah, mostly white audience, practically. Practically all white. In, in fact... Even the blacks are like mixed. And that was Takira Williams, the president, the female president of this black students union over at Marshall University. Poor, pretty, misguided little white girl. I mean, a little black girl. Little black adult girl. They cut her off because emotional constipation is her mama, says Lin Yenchin. Yeah, you could tell that they cut her off before she... She said something about um, a fatal situation, and then she started to talk trash about the cops, which is not popular with the people, I read, according to an Epic Times report sharing a Rasmussen Reports poll. Something like 60% of the country is not for all of this anti-cop rhetoric. They're at least somewhat concerned about it, including blacks, 52% of blacks, I heard, and 60-something percent of non-whites are not happy with this anti-cop rhetoric. There are, according to um, the woman named Heather MacDonald, who has appeared on the Jesse Lee Peterson show some years back, who wrote The War on Cops, there's like black mothers, single black mothers, of course, right? Begging at these local city council meetings and stuff for more police because it's dangerous in their towns. And then Joe, sleazy Joe Biden wants to, wants to redistribute the ghettos into our neighborhoods, our beautiful suburbs. It's shameful. And they had a moment of silence. They should have a, more than a mo- they need more than a moment. They need a silent prayer to revive their dead souls. It's a shame. And that disgraceful middle-aged... University president spoke just a bunch of kiss-up madness. What not a surprise, not a surprise. But this is infecting more than just the universities. The universities have been subverted forever, and it's infecting the smaller kids people. I was telling you about this Epic Times report. Shout out to the Epic Times. EPOC. It looks like Epoch. And if you're British, I think you pronounce it Epoch. But parents are organizing to push back against so-called critical race theory. Will it be enough if they get some fathers involved who are actually tough? Maybe. I have quite a bit of detail to it. Critical race theory, according to, also known as CRT, it caricatures American history, you probably already know this, as a struggle between quote-unquote oppressors, which is a which is a dog whistle for white people, uh, 
and the oppressed, everybody else, anti-whites. Similarly to Marxism reduction of human history as a struggle between the bourgeoisie, the capitalist middle and upper class, right? And the proletariat, the angry workers. Jesse Lee Peterson has commented how he, as a union organizer, would target the angry people. And in the Sunday service throwback from 2012, after Trayvon Martin got himself killed in self-defense, they were trying to start a movement, and eventually that so-called social justice movement, which... Baba Guttagai pointed out is mob rule, subversion of actual justice, rule of law, mob rule, the angry mob, and movement based on anger. Black Lives Matter, a movement based on anger and lies. Anger is always based on a lie because you don't have a right to be angry, right? Critical race theory, CRT, labels institutions that emerged in majority white societies is systemically or structurally racist. Give me a break. So there was a video, as you probably saw, posted online that Jesse Lee Peterson showed it, I believe, showing a teacher during a virtual class. A virtual class. That means they're conducting it through Zoom, right? Because all these kids, many of these students, are staying home and looking at their computer and talking over the internet with their teachers and fellow students, right? A teacher during a so-called virtual class pushing a student to pay attention to racial differences, accusing the student of being intentionally coy by refusing to pay attention to the racial differences. What do you see? A couple of girls, a couple of people. Well, it was a white girl and a black girl. You're being intentionally coy. One group that got media attention is called Parents Against Critical Theory, PACT, P-A-C-T, in Loudoun County or Loudoun County, Virginia. And, you know, these children going on Zoom has allowed parents to see the evil brainwashing that's happened. You saw that one video several months back of this little kid (laughs) who wrote this this paper about how he loves Trump and Trump is his hero. And the teacher's like, well, what about the kids in the cages? Don't you think that's not a good thing? You're getting your information from the Trump website. It's not reliable source. Like the mainstream media is a reliable source. This teacher's more brainwashed than the student. And the the student's just like, oh, I don't know. And he's recording it. (laughs) Man, he got that teacher. We're seeing what... We are seeing what our kids are learning and our goal changes from reopening the schools to, oh my gosh, what are we sending our children back to, says one parent who asked to remain anonymous because of concern about reprisals. Communism. When you're scared to speak up openly and put your face out there. But they have the right to protect themselves. I mean, it's crazy times right now. Many of you want to protect your anonymity, and rightly so, honestly, because we have a corrupt culture of communism that will destroy anybody who's for what's right. One parent was shocked to hear her six-year-old daughter, no, six-year-old? Maybe not six. Her daughter asked her whether she was a member of the Ku Klux Klan, also known as the KKK. Apparently the child heard about it in class but came away with a confused picture about what the KKK actually is. The parent had to explain meaning the mother, that membership in such an organization is a bad thing. This 
child had no idea that the organiz- supposedly, right? The child had no idea that the organization was started by Democrats more than a century ago and barely exists today, according to the parent. Crazy, huh? Maybe it wasn't a six-year-old. I misspoke. But why does any child even need to know about the KKK? Because it barely exists today. Today we have actual organizations and communists who threaten America, and they are called Black Lives Matter, Antifa, the the present-day Democrat Party, much worse today than when they had the KKK, I dare say. They're supporting the LGBTIQ stuff, false victimhood, hatred and lies, and enablement of your self-destruction all around. Spoiling. Loudoun County, Loudoun County Public Schools spokesman, Wade Bayard. Wade, W-A-Y-D-E, Bayard. Who looks like a white guy. But I'm not sure. Acknowledge the district has adopted a culturally responsive framework, which the parents say is critical race theory under a different name. They're flat out lying to the community, one lady said, or one person said. The framework document quotes the Loudoun County Public Schools Superintendent Eric Williams as saying, LCPS calls for all students, staff, families, and other members of our community to engage in the disruption and dismantling of white supremacy, systemic racism, and hateful language and actions based on race, religion, country of origin, gender identity, sexual orientation, and or ability. Sounds about communist to me, anti-American to me. They pretend that they're against discrimination, but that's all they're for is discrimination based on evil. Because you can discriminate based on what's right, or based on what you have a right to discriminate, because that's the basic rights of America, is the right to discriminate. Anyway, the uh, parents argue the outcome is the exact opposite. They're forcing this doctrine that won't result in less so-called racism. It'll result in a toxic environment, one parent said. Similar initiatives forming in recent months um, by these parents, concerned parents, right? Parents defending education. Founded earlier this year by civil liberties advocate Nicole Nailey. Another woman. What the heck? We need some men in charge fighting this stuff. That's why we're losing the abortion thing. Because it's a bunch of women. And I remember going to this thing with, abor- with the anti-abortion thing. The pro-life group. There's a bunch of women on stage bragging about, Oh, it's no longer... This movement is no longer headed by white males. White men. Old white men. Give me a break. That's wh- those. That's who you need to run things. But, and those are supposedly conservative women. By the way, those pro-life women, they hated Trump. They had this whole, before he was elected president, they had this whole open letter that a bunch of them signed against our real president. Blind females, including the conservative so-called Christian females, They've done all kinds of shenanigans, messy shenanigans. They even helped a woman, like, protest against her school because she got pregnant out of wedlock and helped her walk in graduation or something like that because the school had this rule against no sex out of wedlock. Well, she got pregnant out of wedlock, but because she didn't kill her baby in the womb, ooh, high standards, pro-lifers, women. Uh, 
they're taking up for her and saying, oh, she's a victim and you're victim blaming. Give me a break. Have some shame. Bring back some men. Old white men like Biden, hey, asks Marlene Silvano. If Biden were sensible, but he's not white and he's not old, he's decrepit and he's evil and he's not a man. So you got all three for three wrong, Marlene Silvano. Woman! No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You're being intentionally obtuse, Marlene, but I like you. Uh, one teacher and one parent from two elite schools in New York City recently objected to critical race theory being used there. Florida is working on a civics curriculum that will explicitly exclude CRT, according to Governor Ron DeSantis. This stuff shouldn't even be up for debate. President Trump did the, you know, after the New York Slimes put out that Ronald McDonald-looking woman's, black woman's, goofy with her red, big, dyed afro. She put out the 1619 Project. Oh, America was really founded when the slaves first came here in the 16, in the early 1600s, not in 1776 when we declared independence from Great Britain, from the UK. Uh, President Trump put out the 1776 Commission, and it was, to be honest, a little weak. To be honest. But at least it was for love for America. That was his, his aim. But the people that are fighting against this are not based, so they, we end up losing to the radicals who are just pushing outright lies. There's been action on the other side of the issue as well. Some parents, teachers, and school officials in this county, Loudoun County, formed a group that discussed how to make a list of non-compliant parents. Wow. Infiltrate their ranks. Communists. Even solicit hackers who can either shut down their websites or redirect them to pro-critical race theory web pages, according to the Daily Wire. Shout out to Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire. <laughs> Am I right? PACT's GoFundMe page was shut down by the crowdfunding platform, PACT's being the Parents Against Critical, Re- Critical Theory. GoFundMe, evil organization. Over and over they've shut down anything decent. Although the group has already formed a new one on Give, Send, Go, raising about 13000 The pushback has prompted parents to double down, honestly, one guy said, one person said. It may be off-putting for parents to try to find their way through the jargon-filled world of critical race theories, ideologies, this guy, Mineo, acknowledged, but his point is to oppose critical race theory practice rather than the theory. What matters is how it's manifesting itself and who is responsible. Sick stuff, huh? And then you have the dumb college students, and they say, they brag when they say, this is a youth-driven movement. The youth of today need to listen to the youth of today, yesterday, who are wiser and older and smarter than them. But there's so few. Sixto Rewhited gave a super chat and said, these trolls can't handle the Hank. (laughs) No, Marlene Silvano is no troll. She's a, a friend. But thank you. I didn't mind furthermore this week, says some little ethnic child. I liked most of the songs, but Are You the Walrus was the worst song I've heard in a while. Cringe. <laughs> uh, you have to hear it twice in order to like it. 
it grows on you. Trust me. So next week I'm playing, I'm replaying all the furthermore songs <laughs> playing. Uh, James, isn't this fr- Friday? Why didn't you play your original Hake intro? Sorry, Trevor. King Alpha Nerd says, oh yeah. Did Joel Friday even properly train White Chris? Joel, I blame this on Joel Friday. He did not give proper training to White Chris, skateboard White Chris. Joel Friday undermining the Hake report in the Jesse Lee Peterson show on his way out. Knocking the dust off his feet as he storms out of the Jesse Lee Peterson show and the Hake report helping. <laughs> I'm playing. But thanks for pointing that out, King Alpha Nerd. Yeah. So the original AJ Gallardo during on Fridays. I forgot all about that, King Alpha Nerd. I thought you changed that when you started doing the intro differently. Uh, thinking. Not good. All thoughts are lies. <laughs> okay, guys. I got to get to some calls. It, maybe Joel told him that. Or Satan. What's really the difference? <laughs> okay, I got to get to some calls. I have Chad, a first-time caller in Alberta, Canada, saying white people is not a race. Chad, how are you doing? I'm well. How are you doing? Doing fine. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, my question was, uh, originally it was, do you believe white people exist? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm 49 years old, and I've never met a white man. Wow, you need and to get out more. What are you? Well, I would ask you this. Uh, I would say I've never met a black man either. Well, you know where I'm going with this? That's fine. Yeah, I know where you're going. <laughs> you sound just like T from Alabama, which you probably do not take as a compliment. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's fine. I'll, I'll explain what I'm trying to say. You are Canadian. Yes, I am. Yeah, I, I can tell. I was born in uh, Ontario. Nice. Uh, I, didn't even, I didn't realize Nick was from Canada. I oh, was, yeah. Uh, Mexican anchor baby. <clears throat> nope, yeah. he's not even Mexican. He was born in Miami, right. which is... Cuba. Yeah, but <laughs> his parents are Canadian, I imagine. So. Uh, well, he moved to Canada as a young, as a young child. Right. As a young little ethnic child. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll explain myself, uh, James. All right. Um, if you were to put a label on me, I suppose you could say I'm Caucasian of European descent. That's too many words. I like white better, but yes. Okay, but you have a photocopier in your office, right? I will not divulge. Yes. <laughs> well, I challenge you to put that white sheet of paper on a desk and put your arm over it. And I, out, I outshine it. that sheet. Sorry? I outshine that sheet. I am white. What, 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 what I was trying to say yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is if you, if you compare your skin color to actual white... Mm-hmm. You're not really white. You're just a different shade of brown. I'm whiter than white. Don't call me brown. <laughs> well, I would say I would say you know Jesse says he's black as the ace of spades, but I would say he's dark brown. Dang. So my my argument is what I'm trying to get through is that we're just different shades 
of brown. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? I understand what you're trying to say. I don't understand your point. Well, it's like, you know how Jesse says there's no such thing as racism, that it's only hate? Well, then I would argue that there's no such no, thing he, as race. No, he says it's, it's love or hate, right or wrong, good or evil. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not a Bible thumper, but we're right. all descendants of Adam and Eve. And I would argue that Adam and Eve were neither white nor black. They were probably a shade of brown somewhere in the middle of dark brown to light brown. And over many, many generations, you know, how God, like, you know, he confounded the languages. So, like, people scattered all over the world. Well, imagine that certain groups of uh, languages of people, right? There were probably all, there was probably a variety of colors, you know, of different shades of brown of people back in those days. But when he scattered them everywhere, over many, many, many generations, certain types of genes would be canceled out because every time you have a child, you only get half the information from each parent. So you're actually losing information from your DNA code. Right. What's your point, though? What's your point? Well, I think if people start to realize that there's no real such thing as a race, that we're just basically different shades of we have different levels of melanin in our skin, and if we can look at ourselves that way, maybe we can start to heal. Oh, right? because okay. I'm a little, I'm, you I'm think you really now. think so? Well, I'm whiter now in February because you know winter. Did you winter know that? Alberta. Did you know that T says the same thing from Alabama? Are you familiar with T from Alabama? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've, I've heard him a few times. So have you heard him? Argument. Have you heard him say something along these lines? Well, well, well I think it divides people. That's the point. Because the Bible never. No, no, no. But have you heard him say? Have you heard him say things along this these lines? Well, not specifically. I don't think. Well, he says Uh, the same thing, and he is so full of hatred. He hates JLP. He hates me. He hates Nick. He hates uh, White Chris. That's not just uh, learning something about the physical world is not going to solve the hatred within people's hearts. You'll notice oh, that even inside of your own family, there's hatred inside of the family. And it's, yes. and it's not based on anything physical. It's, be, it's based on the spiritual hatred that you guys have. And so right. this, uh, whether there's a race or yeah. whether there are many different races or not, people are different. And different cultures are going to cling to their fake cultures. Even if you get the nice people to start thinking that there's only one race, the human race, that's not going to get the evil people to come together no. for good. No, I understand that. Yeah. Well, no, I understand. I understand <clears throat> what you're saying. Hatred is the, the root of it. But we're labeling each other. You know, like, but I'm the labels are useful. Than... Well, is Nick white? He's, a, he's white Hispanic. He's mixed. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not any lighter than Nick, right? But Dang. if someone were to, la- if someone no wonder. Were to put a label no, on me, they would, they, would, they would call me white if they put a label on me. But labels, I, are, I, labels are useful. It's how people think. You're never going to get away from how people think. <clears throat> people think categorically. 
Oh, that's true. And they have to communicate. They have to uh, describe a, a perp, a suspect. Yeah, but then we get stereotypes. What's wrong with stereotypes? It's stereotypes play out. Nothing's wrong with stereotypes if they're true. If they're generally true, or if they uh, commonly occur. The reason that people, the reason that the blacks fall the most into being stereotyped is because they are the most groupthink people. They put, they do it to themselves. Yeah. But, but even with them saying, oh, even if, even if blacks start saying, oh, there's only one race, the human race, they only use that in order to undercut the people telling the truth about most blacks or about right. too many, all too many blacks. They only use it against decent men like Jesse Lee Peterson or President Trump or whatever. They don't right. try to, they don't use it in order to unite based on what's right. I think this yeah, is. I, know. I, just, I think that the I, I, <clears throat> we should we should change people's um, worldview in terms of returning believing believing in God again, rather than well, believing thing, in yeah. rather than believing that there's only one race because people are different, cultures are very different, and it yeah. isn't just skin color as as my de facto producer Dylan used to say. Race is a whole lot more than just skin color. <laughs> No, I, Nick is a Nick has a completely different background from you being a being a uh, Miami anchor baby. <laughs> right, I understand. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Well, I don't know. But the whole it's well-meaning. I get that it's well, I, I get that it's well-meaning, but it's not gonna. It's not getting to the root issue because people saying, "Oh, race isn't real." Is Nick is swarthy? <laughs> says Chris. Swarthy. <laughs> well, we used to we used to be the human race. You know, we're all one. When one, we're all one kind, right? Like the Bible that's, says. That's we'll that's Tower of Babel stuff. That's no. why God divided us. It, let what God has divided. Let man, let man not unite. Globalism is the Tower of Babel all over again. Oh, I know that. And there, and I know that you're not for that. I know that you're. I think you're. Oh, no, you're I a Christian, right? Yeah, I, I assume. Well, well, recent, only two years. Oh, nice. Christian. I used I, I used to be Catholic. <laughs> That's funny. I used to be well. I used to be religious. Let's put it that way. Yeah. How did you find? I used to follow. Who did you follow? How did I? How did I find Jesus? No, I was going to say, how did you find the show? Uh, it was just random on the uh, I was YouTube. Um, when was this? A couple uh, about about eighteen months ago, I, I would say. That's cool. About, about a year and a half, yeah. And I've been listening, I listen to you at least, well, uh, Jesse, at least three times a week. That's cool. I drive truck. I drive truck, eh? So. Nice. You said, I drive yeah, truck, I, eh? Is that what you just said? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, sorry, it's a Canadian thing. Canadian confirmed. Don't apologize for your Canadianness, Canadianity. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't deny yeah, your culture. It's a real shame how uh, everything is going backwards now. You know, like yeah, I think my my I was born in '74. Okay. You know, and you know, I've met a lot of bigots in my life. You know, especially when I moved to Alberta, there's a few rednecks out here that are just they're completely hateful of of immigrants, right? But how do you know but, they're hateful of them? 
well, they just well, how they talk of them. I'm not. There's not. I haven't met that many. Yeah. But like you know, you meet a lot of truck drivers at truck stops, and they're you know they hate the Muslims and the uh, like Punjabi type people. You know, um, Sikhs and stuff because. You're saying they hate, the, but do they do they tell you that they hate them, or do they just talk no. very harshly against the, about them? I think they hate the fact that they're t- you see when you know how supply and demand works in the economics when there's a, a large supply of something, the price goes down. Right? Yeah. So yep. mm-hmm. in terms of trucking, you know, uh, I used to work in the oil in the oil patch. And, you know, I used to make around $40 an hour doing that because it, most of it was off-road. It was more dangerous. Yeah. Uh, you, you, needed, you needed more training, right? Yeah, it's man work. Into air. Yeah, basically, right? So, <laughs> you, know, you know, I used to make uh, just over $100,000 a year as a truck driver. King. But, but I was putting in the hours, right? Like 3500 to 4000 hours a year, right? Yeah. Make that sort of money. But, you know, then we have when immigration comes in, they'll work for a lot less money. So it drives the price of trucking down to the point where, you know, now as a truck driver, oil patch, we used to make, the truck itself used to make about $130 an hour, right? And now we're only making about $95 an hour because there's so much trucking. Yeah. And it's going to get worse. Is it, the, is it the immigrants coming in and invading your industry? Is that what they're blaming well, it on? I, w- I wouldn't say they're invading. <laughs> I know, but in their... They are, in- they are, in they the so-called biggest money. work. Yeah, well, yeah, well, they're flooding the Well, market. have you noticed that uh, the demographics of Canada has been pretty much subverted? What it means to be Canadian is so different now. It's, like, meaningless oh. almost. Prime Minister Trudeau said one time that Canada doesn't even have a, a Canadian culture. Do you agree like, with are him? Are you serious? Yeah. No, I don't. But he's, he's every, making it that day. way. Well, he's with a, he's a, a Marxist. With this unchecked immigration. Yeah, this is a Marxist ploy, this unchecked immigration. And then you're calling the people who are concerned about the country bigots because they're complaining yeah, about what's true. happening. <laughs> the, only way to, the only way to conquer a nation is to divide the people. If I know, people but you're, united, they're also bringing right? in people who have no loyalty to Canada. They're just exploiting no, you guys. You know what That's I mean? Right. And so I... I I would cut those bigots some slack. Don't use the word bigot. That's a liberal word. Okay. Because bigot, bigot me, and you don't even know that they're hateful. Maybe. I mean, you're saying hateful, but you haven't even said what they actually say about these people. My point, in, my point in this is that people can talk very harshly about some other group of people and not have any hatred in their heart at all. But you, because you're reacting okay. to it, you're like emotional. Maybe you're thinking that they're hateful when you're actually the one judging the person who's telling the truth about the situation. You have a bigger enemy than the bigots, and you don't want the you, the so-called bigots. You don't want them to be hate actually hateful because that's counterproductive. But if they're just telling the truth well, about the situation, they're on your side for Canada, and it's not good for these so-called immigrants to come in here either. It's not good for them. They're, they're doing evil to their host country. That's a leech. No, except, except human beings are not, don't do well in life being leeches. At least not in their souls. Their souls die. 
Yeah. Maybe they get some ill-gotten gain. Plenty of ill-gotten gain. <laughs> like you oh, see, oh, like oh, you oh. see over here with uh, Rashida Tlaib, Cortez, Ilhan Omar, and all these sleazy people. They're getting plenty of ill-gotten gain. The Black Lives Matter one lady who bought a million plus dollar homer for. Oh, that's, that's that's absurd. Yeah, but uh, anyway, well, I, would, um, I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's absurd. It's just you know they hate capitalism so much, and yet they they benefited from it. Well, capitalism is used to push communism nowadays. It's it's part of their uh, destruction on America because they have a twisted version of what actual justice is. Asmador says, literally, no one hates people just for the color of their skin. You know that, right? Did you know that? Can you repeat that? Sorry. Literally, no one hates people just for the color of their skin. Well, that's in true. fact, in fact, it, that really has nothing to do with it. No, I think they hate the culture. Yeah. Not, not people the hate color. the people hate the corruption of the people. When you when you see all too many blacks or or Im- immigrants acting all anti-white or anti-Canadian or anti-American or voting for Democrats like suckers. Anti-Christian. Yeah, anti-Christian. Yep. See, capitalism, it it rewards you for hard work, right? Supposed to. And if you're not going to work... At least if it's smartly placed hard work. (laughs) Because you can't spin your wheels and get nowhere. It's true. No, no. No, I know. That's true. Okay, well, that was a Uh, a good discussion. Boneless Tony asks... (laughs) I almost feel bad yeah. asking. Ask if the caller is Jewish. Are you Jewish, Chad? Uh, well, no, I'm Christian. No, but I mean, like, by heritage. You were raised. No. You were raised Catholic. Yeah, my heritage. If you were to break it down, I guess my my mom's side is uh, France and uh, German. Uh, okay. And then my my father's side, I guess you would say, is Welsh and English. Okay, nice. So, yeah. Um, Asmador well, follows I'm up. Asmador is following up, if, if you have the time. Yeah, yeah, sure. You say they hate the culture, so how will claiming people aren't black or white in their skin change anything? Isn't that a great point? Their culture is going to remain. Well, there's, even, there's, if, there's, even if you ignore the fact that there's black people, there's white people, there's... Brown yeah, people. Yeah, the culture's going to be there. And yellow. Well, if you go to red. Israel, there's black, there's black Jews, there's Arab Jews, there's... You know, I know, whatever. but you're obscuring the point. The point was, okay. oh, this is racism. And Jesse says racism doesn't exist. And then you're, you're like, well, race doesn't exist. It's only one race, the human race. But that doesn't change the fact that people are hating based on... Uh, hating based on culture, as you say. They're really hating based on the hatred in their heart. And well, yeah, well, decent people who, people who want what's right can hate evil, and th- that's no good for them either. Okay, well... Anyway. I don't know, like... I can't say I really ha- had any hatred for anybody. But now that I became a Christian, I'm starting to see it, right? Nice. That's you, cool. You know, that... You know, um... I used to blame a lot of people for all my failures. Yeah. I blame my teachers. I, I, I blame this one particular kid that bullied me in high school who, who was probably like Goliath to me because I'm not very tall. And I never stuck up for myself in grade five, right? Yeah. And 
So I blame him for that. I blame uh, just, you know, I blame, I used to blame the system and everything. And then, you know, after, you know, two years ago, I was in a spot where I was just blaming the world and, you know, going through a really bad divorce and blaming her for that. Yeah. And then, and then, so I cried out to God. I was like, you know, like if you, you know, I was Catholic, but after going through high school and everything, I was pretty much secular. Yeah. But uh, right. once I found Jesus, I was like, you know, I did a lot of, I failed myself, you know. So now I've forgiven in my heart, I guess, for the people I used to blame. You guess, but you're not sure? No, no, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it, you know. But it, it, I couldn't see it until I knew Jesus. I don't yeah. know if that makes any sense. Maybe. Maybe, man. Well, I mean, it's it's cool. I'm glad that you found the JLP show and the Hake Report. Grade five, so yeah. Canadian. <laughs> that's fifth grade. That's ten years old, probably. Um, yeah. Nice, man. Well, nice talking with you. Um, yeah, I don't think that that changing people's intellectual mindset about the world around them is going to change their their evil hearts and their spirit. And, yeah, I know that you're never going to get away that from the temptation of, uh, of hating white people or hating blacks. That's partly why, because Satan plays on the mind, that's, that's, yeah. part, that's partly why uh, this diversity thing is a bad idea. Because it's an extra temptation to uh, misjudge each other based on a... Oh, I know. It's not even based on that, but it's, it's a shallow thing. Anyway... Yeah, diversity is gonna it's gonna weaken us for sure. Because you can't please everybody, you know. Like, yep. Uh, there's there's good and evil, and I'll never support evil. But uh, you know, just not believing in God. Um, I don't care whether you're a Christian, Muslim, or anything. If you don't believe in a creator, then just live your life, have a good time, and, and nothing matters. Yeah. You know, and and that's why people are behaving badly because there's like. There's no repercussion for it. You gonna come down to the men's conference, Chad? I spit. Oh, Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know? I'm, uh, where is that? Is that in Los Angeles? Or? No, it's actually gonna be August 14th down in Orlando, Florida. That weekend, okay. we uh, 14th is the men's conference. It's a Saturday. And then... Yeah, I won't be there. You, okay. Well, someday well, it would be, it would be great to meet here, you, right? Chad. Great well, I hope to be in L.A., are you guys still in Los Angeles? Yeah, we're based in L.A. Based? In L.A. Yeah, I plan to go down the uh, West Coast there at some point. I've been in Washington State, but... Nice. Um, I've always wanted to go down. Yeah. Drive through San Francisco, but not stop, but just keep going. Right, don't stop. Don't stop in <laughs> <Yeah>. San Fran. <laughs> well, I, with Alberta plates, I don't think I'd want to stop in San Francisco. <laughs> but, uh, nice talking with you, Chad. Yeah, I hope to call again. I called Jesse one time before. You guys do a great job, you know. I appreciate Try that. Try to wake people up and, uh, you know, if people just accept Jesus, then uh, they don't have to live their whole lives as hateful and we love in the whole world. We love truckers. I love truckers. Not, yeah. like, not like that, guys. What the heck? <laughs> well, we're the ones that are going to, if it's a, you know, if it's in a rural area and you're stopped on the side of the road, we're the ones, we're the cops, but we're yep. the ones are going to. Nice. Well, I gotta go, Chad. Wicked winter storage. So, okay. Take care, man. Thanks for taking my call, James. Appreciate you.
Nice. Yeah, take care. Appreciate All right. you. Bye-bye. Bye. That needs to be a t-shirt that says Red Pill XX. That's what I thought of, too, but then I'm like, that makes people think the wrong thing. I love boomers is like a positive thing. That's what I meant by <laughs> liking truckers. Anyway, would be a good t-shirt <laughs> for a woman. Anyway, um, man. Sixto Reef Whited gave a super chat and says, Vitamin D wants to know. Vitamin D's a hater. Shout out to Vitamin D, though. Appreciate you. Gotta love the haters. Um, wants to know, who does Hake hate? Well, Vitamin D, it's actually whom does Hake hate. And Sixto Reef Whited goes on. The truth is that Vitamin D hates Hake. Like floppy toppy oracle. <laughs> Which is another word for Joe Obama from Phoenix, Arizona, and T and Earl, and all the other hate-filled trolls. Drop the anger before it be too late, says Sixto Rewhited. Thank you very much for this support. <laughs> it doesn't look right when <laughs> Roger that says, hate loves truckers. That doesn't look right. Okay. Um... Yeah, streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Thank you guys. Shout out to the Trovo chat too. Trovo D Live. Radulazer over there on Twitch. Quickly, let me get to uh, one little story. There was this in the last five minutes before I start playing another furthermore song, guys. I have the lines are full. Hang tight. I will get to you. Oh, this story is odd to me. A Chinese YouTuber is missing after traveling to China from the United States, according to his friends. And I got this from the Epic Times. And this stuff is kind of like the, the harsher evil. You know how China is, and Russia, maybe not Russia, I don't know, maybe, or do some like harsh evil. Well, America does outright evil as well, but they do it more underhanded on the sly, although they're getting more and more open. I love truckers, not I rainbow truckers. What da? This <laughs> red pill XX. You know, look at this guy. His name is Zhao Chang, and I may be butchering his name. The presenter of a weekly talk show on YouTube went missing in uh, China, March 20th. And this is a screenshot of the guy. Looks like a young man, relatively young, maybe in his, maybe in his 40s or 20s or something. <laughs> Zhao Chiang, presenter of Zhao Zhao Kan, often touched on sensitive topics for the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, Asians are tough to guess, especially when they're wearing a hat and glasses. Um, she, he touched on Dr. Li Wenliang, who was a female who fled China. She was a, uh, like a female scientist or something. Fled China to America. I think her family was like taken into custody a little bit or something. She was one of the first whistleblowers on the outbreak of the China virus slash commie virus in Wuhan when they were trying to suppress the information. And she appeared on Fox News with Tucker, I think, and some others. Tucker Carlson. 
Uh, real estate and developer Ren Shijiang, authoritarian Chinese leader Xi Jinping, and the Hong Kong protests against the 2019 extradition bill. Remember in Hong Kong they were protesting? They were, wanted, they were supposedly pro-democracy protesters, but they too were like subverted by communists too. It's so hard to know who's, if they're both wrong and how wrong. I'm sure there's some decent people over there. The talk show had... 65,000 subscribers, over 65,000 subscribers, operated by a company called Alliance Cultural Media. So this guy disappeared. I don't know why you would go to China, but he went. It was likely both Zhao and his family were being controlled by the communists. What a crazy situation. And they're like estimating the probabilities of all this. There was a 15-year-old boy in China who uh, was given an undisclosed punishment by local police on April 4th for so-called remarks insulting the Chinese Communist Party's marshals. Wait till, it beca- wait till they go after you for criticizing Cortez, Sandy Cortez, <laughs> or Rashida Tlaib, these anti-American not even, not even really American people. It's crazy. But actually, that is kind of what's happening here in America. We got plenty of stuff to worry about here. Uh, Michael J. Cool says, Hey, will I get banned if I question Trump? <laughs> banned from what? My chat? Maybe. <laughs> But that's crazy. And by the way, uh, they're trying to push voter integrity, the Republicans, very weakly trying to do it. I hear that Maricopa County is just now getting to auditing the 2020 ballots. Very odd. Very odd. Um, I will get to that and more of your calls. And there's some good op-eds out there too, by the way. There's somebody who says mass shooters are dad-deprived males. And that's a um, statement from author Warren Farrell, who is like a men's rights activist. Those guys can be a bit cringy because they're basically feminist-friendly, pro-equality, which is not real. But he's been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show multiple times. In some ways, he's doing good work. I believe that Warren Farrell has been. Under, when I was a producer, at least once, Beforehand, I think, as well. But it's crazy. Um, Hang tight, guys. I have, furthermore, it's 10 o'clock right now here in L.A. Another furthermore song, the last one of the week. Probably going to switch to a different group next week. Uh, This song is called, oh yeah, and I have a new graphic for you. Yeah, I'd like to show that graphic. Thank you. Good catch. Forgot all about that. This one is called Thanks for Nothing. Thanks for nothing. To say it whitely. Enjoy. I'll be right back in a couple of minutes here. Hang tight.
Stand-up says, sounds like 1992 LL Cool J, LOL. I'll take that as a compliment. There's some harsh critics here. I have, I gotta read this to you. Joseph Gerlich says, music is cool, the rap and vocals are cringe. A. Owen says, oh, never mind. Uh, Red Pill XX says, corny as H. Da- David Flores says, picture Hake sitting on the patio with this playing, eating Little Caesar's pizza. Nice. Ragtag Army says, they don't have much talent. This stinks. He didn't say stinks, though. He said the, the harsher S-U-C-K-S word. <laughs> Red Pill XX also says, my first thought upon hearing this song was corn. Chris likes the instrumental. Thank you, man. As a drummer, I kind of like the snare word. Says, uh... Emperor of Cats. I think he might mean snare work. 
No, corn as in the emoji corn, not K corn, I don't think. Not the band. Yeah, it doesn't sound like corn at all, says Chris. <laughs> but I think he's talking about corny. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my guess. Red Pill XX, so cold-hearted. But, you know what he's thinking. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, Doom Jesus says, you can't polish a piece of number two. No matter how decent rap is, it is still just rap. <laughs> Vocals are a bit corny, uh, Chris says. This makes me want to dance around like a monkey, says Jim Eagle. V- thank you. Oh my gosh, this song is bussin'. Is that a good thing? Okay. Anyway. That's the last of that, so you guys can celebrate. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was peeking at the pocket headlines. Let me just see if I can show you guys these ridiculous pocket headlines. Here. Tony Morrison, Georgia, Florida, and no, I'll leave that one alone. (laughs) Some of these are not exactly clean. I'm putting in a couple of screenshots. One is says George Floyd. This is a pocket headline. Pocket being that far left uh, stuff that they try to force down your throat when you open up a Firefox page which most of you should not be doing. This is an article from The Atlantic that The Pocket is sharing, which is a far-left aggregator, like I just said. George Floyd was also a father, and it has George Floyd, I don't know if he's doing a selfie, or if he's taking a... George of Florida, right? The guy who had the knee on the neck. Big guy! I don't think a knee on the neck would hurt him under normal circumstances, but if he's tripped out on overdose levels of fentanyl... I think it might hurt him, I guess. George Floyd was also a father for many of us. When we see the Floyds, we see our family. And then has the little girl who probably grew up later to say, my daddy changed the world. (laughs) And Chris says, no, we don't. Because the Atlantic article reads, for many of us, when we see the Floyds, we see our family. Nope. And then, of course, there's this woman, this black woman who's barely black, Toni Morrison, on the power of language. Is she still alive? She's like a Maya Angelou, one of those black sage women, right? With her, she looks like Sonny, whatever that guy's name is from P.O.D., except uh, it doesn't suit her as well. With these dreadlocks. Gray dreadlocks on this woman. Radical. She got a Nobel acceptance. She did a Nobel acceptance speech. And it was spectacular according to brainpickings.org. Which is another far left enemy of America outlet. After becoming the first African American. Oh, she was Oracle from the Matrix? Or she just looks like her? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. She was awarded the, she was the first black to get this Nobel Prize. Shameful. Gross. By the way, they're trying to push kids in masks. I read to you, some state, I think, 
or locale was trying to make it so that, you know how if you're under five, you don't have to do it. Well, in some places, they're trying to make them wear it as young as two years old. I read this in Hake News, I think, earlier this week. And there is, thank God, I guess, one doctor who's not even really a, a medical doctor, but he's a sensible man, Bhattacharya, I forget how to pronounce this guy's name. He was the guy behind, one of the guys behind the great Barrington Declaration, gbdeclaration.org, I think is what it is, saying this is not necessary. And right on to him, J, Dr. J, Bahatacharya. Hard to pronounce. He advised Governor Ron DeSantis not to make children wear face masks. And look at this picture from Getty Images. Getty's far-left enemies of America, too. But shout-out to Getty, I guess, for taking this picture. Look at these little kids. Presumably that's a father. I know that's not Ramon from San Jose because Ramon will not put a mask on his children. And many of you will not either. So, right on. (laughs) Over in New York City, cute little kids having to cover up their faces like as if they're about to mow the lawn. What the heck? And it doesn't, like, it covers up. Anyway, it's so ridiculous. Children are much less efficient spreaders. That's why I think that maybe this thing is not just the flu, bro. Because the flu, children spread the flu. But this thing, children don't spread it. Barely. Less than they thought. And yet the schools are still closed because the teachers are selfish. Selfish teachers. Oh, I can get used to working from home or from the Caribbean or wherever these teachers are going. It undermines their effectiveness. You know, they touch them, they mess with them, and it doesn't work anyways. And they don't spread it even without masks. And they don't, they don't learn, like, cues, social cues, and all that stuff. It's ridiculous. Anyway. Mask mandates are mostly harmful. It's odd, though, how, like, the sensible doctors are marginalized. The sensible experts marginalized by the evil establishment. Mainstream media... Mike Rogers says Floyd was a chump. Yeah, that's true. He was not in control of his life and body. Um, the, great De- Baring- the Great Barrington Declaration said, we need to not be doing these lockdowns. These are counterproductive. It's going to do more harm than good, and it has done that, right? And it hasn't even really worked that well. Just do targeted protection. Focused protection is what they say. Of the old and weak. The at risk. But no. They are marginalized. Just like the um, people who question the climate hysteria. The people who are not all about this climate alarmism. They're marginalized. Such a shame. But that's the truth for you. The truth is unpopular. Let me get... Two. Man, you guys have all been on hold forever. I gotta get to Rick in Maine. Rick, how are you doing? 
too bad, my friend. How are you today? I'm doing fine as well. Thank you. It's great to hear from you. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I got to say something, James. You know, this whole mess, all these incidents that I've seen that we've been going through, it's just teaching me more and more facets to the diamond that I call hate. There's so many different versions of it, so many different examples of it. And, you know, it just blows me away. You really start to think about what's going on with each and every single uh, incident that's taken place. Yeah. That they will shove this stuff in your face until you're about ready to do something really stupid, which I'm not going to. I'm just judging the... Considering the source, I'll reword that. I'm considering the source because it's not right to judge. Judge not lest you be judged. Uh huh. So, you know, I really, I really hate to see the day when these people actually sit down and realize how they feel after they realize that they have been used as a major pawn on a chessboard. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really sad. It's really sad. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't judge anybody by, uh, by their ethnicity. I know. Nobody, nobody no. really does. It's just no, phony. It's, just, it's a, it's, it's a false ridiculous. accusation. Don't even yeah. entertain it. Um, right. I forget if I asked you, Rick, are you going to be able to come down to the men's conference? You know, I would love to. I'm, an, I'm another uh, driver as well. Uh, yeah. I think his name is Chad. Yep. Chad the trucker. Yeah. We, yep. I've been out here 31 years. But, uh, no, I, I get to know a person before I really make any decisions about, you know, if I want to stay, you know, stick around with that person or not. Yeah. And it's really a shame to see so many haters get on your show and Jesse's show and show their true colors. Yeah. It doesn't do anything at all for them as far as uh, showing a good personality. Yeah. You know, I've made my mistakes in the past. And I live with my mistakes, but I try not to repeat them. No, it's like history says. <laughs> You're doomed if you repeat the same history over and over and over and don't learn anything. Yeah. And there's a whole lot of that going on, James. You know, people are just repeating things and repeating things. It's getting redundant. Are, are you people even paying attention? Are you yeah. learning anything? From what is going on? I don't think so. People no. don't really learn. No, not. no, they don't. And, you know, people make mistakes. This last uh, incident with that uh, lady officer, she made a mistake. That's on her. Yeah. That's on her. Mistakes are made all the time because we're human. Right. And that n mistake would never have happened had he not resisted arrest and tried to get away right. with like a loser. Like an out-of-control young black. Yeah. And yeah. if you stop and think about it, James, 
if you analyze every single incident that's happened so far, yeah, where people have gotten shot, why are you resisting? I know. Well, because do people what you are asked to do at the time you're asked to do with it, things go smoothly. You don't have any of these major incidents. That's your white privilege yeah. talking. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> that means that you were raised right, so you can act with sense rather than senselessly like a crazed I, animal. I, I, I claim no, and I repeat, no white privilege. Yeah. I've had to work for everything that I had, and one day when I was out here on the road, my life was destroyed because my place was burned to the to the floor with nothing left. Wow. Where's my privilege? I don't get any privilege. I've had to grab myself by my bootstraps, dust off my backside, yep. and start over. What a mess. Have I let that stop me? No. Right on. And, you know, yes, Zach, I bounce around a little bit. But I'm trying to make a point. Oh, you're looking at the chat? Is Zach in the chat or something? So, you know. Oh, you t you're you re you're referring to when Zach said, "Oh, it's hard to understand what you're what you're saying." Yeah. Okay. That's because he's just listening. He's not focused on the point. Okay. And that's that's a problem with a lot of the youth these days. But I still respect him. He's a good kid. Yeah, he is. He's right? he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Not to. Stroke your ego too much, Zach. <laughs> you know, like I said, I don't judge people by their skin color or anything else. You know, I'll get to know them. <clears throat> I'll get to know them. And I'll get to get the same ideas that any any other person would, would get if, uh, you know, they show the true colors. Yeah. Tell me how you stand. Yep. And I'll either, I'll either stick around with you and talk with you, or the dust is going to hit my feet and I'm going to be gone. Right on, Rick. Appreciate it, man. Take care, <laughs> my friend. Have yourself a great weekend. And uh, Nick, you did a fantastic job there with uh, the stand-in. You did a great job, buddy. Y yes, I agree. Nick says thanks. Take care, Catch Rick. See you the next time. All right. Cool. Zach is the opposite of brilliant, says Cheesehead69. I could think of many words to call Zach. Brilliant is not one. Well, it's Zach. Is it Zach with an H or Zach with a K? Z-A-C-H or Z-A-C-K? Although, don't dox yourself. <laughs> um, Lin Yan Chin says, no, mistakes aren't because we are human. Such as the officer saying, taser, 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 and then shooting the gun. The female officer. It's not because we are human, but because we are distracted by emotional constipation, says Lin Yan Chin over on Trovo. Collar is anti-human for the advancing the lie of I'm only human. That is a fair point, Lin Yan Chin. It was a boomer moment. <laughs> I guess you would say. Or maybe Cheesehead69 is call talking about me being having a boomer moment. But, uh... Yeah, uh, human beings are called to be perfect. But the emotional constipation, also known as 
The lady got nervous, cause, partly because she's a woman. <laughs> Can't handle pressure as well. Um, that's why she made a mistake. But I get what you mean, man. I got to get to Solomon, who's, I believe, a first-time caller to the Hague Report out of Los Angeles, California. Solomon, how Hi. are you? Hi, James. It's Solomon, the swarthy European. The swarthy European. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so I wanted, I was calling in, you know, I grew up in the 80s, and we had heroes back then like, you know, Rambo, you know, Rocky, Hulk Hogan. Michael like Knight. Really, like, yeah, like alpha, alpha yeah. guys. True. What I see today happening in society is that society is making victims into heroes. So yeah. you take, whether it's like, you know, racial... You know, people claiming, you know, uh, that they're victims because they're black or Hispanic or whatever, Asian, whether it's, you know, the Me Too movement with women or transgenders, these people are actually celebrating their victimhood. And growing up, it was not a good thing to be a victim. We didn't, you know, that that was like something you didn't admit. And now, and I think what opened the floodgate with this is when Oprah, Oprah, the Oprah Winfrey show, when she came out that she had been molested. Oh, and, I didn't know that. She did that. Yeah, she came out that she would she was molested, but she did it on her show, and that like opened a floodgate of people just opening up about oh. their victimhood. Wow! And so very yeah. subversive, so, very satanic. Yep. And see, this is the thing. Not that we should shame victims; we should help them, but. We should not put them as the standard uh, of society, like something that is like a, a hero, like they do with George Floyd now, because what happens is they're trying to make the weakest parts of society, you know, the transgender, homosexuals, right. uh, people that want to play victim and, and, you know, break the law, but then claim foul when the, the police do their job. They want to make that, they want to build a society on the backs of that. And what's going to happen is, you're going to create a weak society, and it's going to produce hard times. Like, we're starting to enter into these hard times. Like, weak men produce, you know, hard times, and hard times produce strong men, something like that. So that's what they're trying to do. Like, for example, uh, so you have George Floyd now, who's this hero. Like, we, we were in Palm Springs yesterday, me and my wife, and they have the George Floyd mural up there, I Can't Breathe, and right. we just shook our heads because it's... In Palm Springs. I mean, in Palm Springs, yeah, uh, Rainbow Town. Um, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> didn't used to be that way. No, I didn't. So mm-hmm. that's the thing. is um, That's what society's doing now. Is they're trying to make the weakest parts of it of society. People that need help. You know what? They're trying to make them like the heroes and the, the backbone of society. They should, they should be shamed. I, I slightly disagree because you said they shouldn't be shamed. They should be helped. They should be shamed, too. Because it should be something that you keep private. If you're victimized in some way, that's something that you want to keep private. You don't want to share that. These, all these well, Me yeah, Too women yeah. who so-called victimized. Because it is a shame in that most of the time when you are victimized in some way or other, whether by the drugs that you take or by uh, getting in, in a bad situation with somebody taking advantage of you or whatever, that's something that you walked into. You had a blind spot, or you were blind utterly, and it's your own fault in many ways. We have to actually victim blame so that the victim 
doesn't get victimized again, or other people can learn from the victim's mistake, but they should remain anonymous as much as they can. And that is the way to help them. Well, you know, when I was growing up, if you got victimized, that was something you didn't talk about because, you know, I grew up, the guys I grew up around with, you try to put on your best front. Yeah. You know, you didn't say, I just got beat up or I got jumped. (laughs) Yeah. That wasn't something to be proud of. Exactly. And, well, I I work at a big company, like a large corporation, that if I said their name, everybody would know. Yeah. Well, we have these TED Talks, and there was one about race, so I decided to attend. Uh Uh-huh. And... Everybody, it seemed like everybody was happy and proud that at one time they were a victim of, you know, whether gender, race, racism or whatever. And I just was looking, I'm like, these people are actually enjoying being victims. Yeah. Like, so this is the thing that, you know, we have this so-called white privilege, which obviously is fake, but they have now, now it's victim mentality privilege where, right. I mean, it's, you cannot build a society on those people, you're going to create a society that is not uh, meant to endure. And that's the problem is... That is so true. Yeah. I mean, what happened to the Rambos? That's like toxic masculinity now. What happened to, you know, know, the men, General Patton, the men that we used to look up to as the standard of manhood is becoming now like the the confused uh, uh, boy that, that wants to be a girl. That's... I know. And even probably many of the Rambos and all of them were a false imitation of it, and that's why it didn't continue. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably it was an, over, it was an, over, uh, an overshot. Uh, and, you know, that's the thing. That's why I appreciate a guy like Jesse. Cause, yeah. You know, trying to help uh, the young men. See, I'm, I'm 47 years old, so my time here is not as long as, you know, guys like you and Nick. So my goal here is to kind of, you know, contribute to getting young men to realize that uh, it's okay to be a man. You don't have to, uh, you know, open up about your feelings all the time. You I don't know. have to, like, yeah. yeah. And if you get punched in the face in school, it's okay to punch them back. I mean, and kids are being told today, men, young boys are being I told know. today to go against the natural instinct that boys are supposed to have. And, you know, you know who's the biggest culprit, though, that I see in, in, in this feminizing men? is the Christian church. I know, that's so true. It's happening big yep. time. I mean, I don't think Somebody that they're the biggest yeah. culprit, but they're definitely playing a role. <laughs> Were you chuckling? Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, okay, bless you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's so true. It's, it's like, well, when I went to APU, even as a kid before I started attending Azusa Pacific University, the, the males there were so, mostly effeminate, and if they weren't effeminate, they were overly nice, too, regardless. And it was, yeah, that's, they don't, and I don't think that they realize that they've surrendered real manhood and real normalness. It's ridiculous. Good point. Yeah, and you know, I'm reveling, I'm I'm happy in my uh, swarthy whiteness, and I hope you're (laughs) happy in your white whiteness, so (laughs) we need to just be comfortable with who we are and stop trying to make other people feel better when they're playing the victim. I always tell people, don't make someone else feel better when they're playing the victim. Don't put yourself down to, to validate them. And <clears throat> I see that happening, you know, in the workplace. Now, my workplace, fortunately, even though they're very liberal, they do allow us conservatives to speak out. So I do speak out at work. Oh, wow. To my job. That's cool. That's, what, that's the paradox. They're very liberal, but they love 
to talk about controversial subjects. Are, what are they? Are they white or Hispanic or what? Oh, we get, yeah, we got everybody at work. So, okay. you know, we're, we're in Glendale. So, you know, that's a, you know, we got everybody, oh, okay. the whole the people are kind representative of, of LA. Is, yeah. Does it have like Armenians there too? Yeah, we have Armenians, yeah. uh, blacks, um, Hispanics, <laughs> whites, uh, you know, because a lot of people, when they see me, they don't know what to make of me. What I, you know, I'm like, because I'm like half Mick, half Spick. So, okay. they don't, yeah, they don't know really what to make of me. Right. Well, that's but cool, I'm man. White. I'm more white. Yeah. I'm more white, so. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad that they're allowing European. a little bit of truth where you are. That's cool. I respect yeah, that. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Well, I appreciate yeah, it, Solomon. Man. Great points, man. All right, James. You have a good one, brother. You're going to be able to make it to the men's conference this summer? Unfortunately not. I was hoping it was going to be in L.A. Cause, yeah. You know, but um, you never know. You never know. I'll leave a little uh, crack open if uh, cool. the good Lord allows. You ever come to the church services or the men's forums here in L.A.? Yeah, me and my wife were there two weeks ago. Nice. And we were the ones. I was the remarried man with the wife. Okay. Uh, and we, like, took up half the Oh, door. right on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, appreciate you, man. It's good to hear from you again. I remember your name now, Solomon. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, good to be on the show, man. Do Keep, keep it up. Sounds good. You too. Take care. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. Have you ever seen the clip, How Not to Get Your A Boop Kicked by the Police by Chris Rock? All blats should watch it, says <laughs> Jib Jab. <laughs> yes, that may help a little bit. That's a pretty old clip. I have seen that clip. Chris Rock. Funny guy. Thank you, Jib Jab, with the streamlabs.com slash the hate report uh, super chat. And Justice S, a couple of generous super chats, says, I'm not saying that Georgia, Florida was a FF, as in false flag. But entomology can be revealing when trying to sort fiction from nonfiction. Derek means, what did I say? Chris Rock, right? Chris Rock? Did I say Chris Tucker? No, I was just a quote from Chris Rock. Nice. Um, Oh, N-Words got to go. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's right. He distinguished between blacks and N-Words. Yeah. Chris Rock. He was trying. Good for him. Uh, Justice S. says, I'm not saying that Georgia, Florida was a false flag, but entomology can be revealing when trying to sort fiction from nonfiction. Derek, as in Derek Chauvin. Derek means hangman. Whoa. Chauvinism means exaggerated blind nationalism, patriotism, degenerated into a vice. Chauvinism. Like I'm a, we are Western chauvinists, is what the Proud Boys say. Meaning we will not apologize for our forefathers creating the Western world, right? Mid, name Michael, is gift from God. Also an angel, I think. I, I didn't know that it was Derek Michael Chauvin. Interesting. Hangman. Nationalist. Interesting. Ran out of room and just wanted to say again, I'm not saying that George Floyd was a false flag. I'm just old enough to appreciate entomology, and you should always consider that too, meanings and origins of words. That said, the commenter's name is Sixto Rewired, not Rewhited. 
says Justice S. LOL. Thank you, Justice S. But it's funny. I shall take a screenshot of Sixto Rewired slash Sixto Rewhited his super chat, one of his more recent ones, and put it into the folder. It's called Screenshot uh, 2021 And he actually calls himself in the YouTube chat Sixto Rewired and in the Streamlabs support super chats, he calls himself Sixto underscore rewhited, actually. <laughs> but thank you for the correction, Justice S. And Sixto rewhited says, more John Parfit, also known as Bright Lights, or Throwback One Mile Style, or Malkuth X. Fan Music Fridays, Hake, do it. See, he says six, he calls himself six to rewhite it over on Streamlabs. Thanks for the suggestion. I, I shall consider it. As the Indians said, I shall consider it eternally, <laughs> which is a supposedly polite way of saying no. <laughs> I'll consider it eternally. But I'm kidding. I don't know. I, I shall consider it. Thank you for the suggestion slash request. Yeah, Chauvin, before I get back to calls, guys, Chauvin is being kept in solitary confinement. Did you know that? I mean, probably makes sense. But Minneapolis cop, former cop, Derek Chauvin, Derek Michael Chauvin, hangman, gift from God, chauvinist, was booked into the Oak Park Heights prison, the only maximum security prison in the state of Minnesota, I think. After the corrupt jury so-called convicted him of murder, second-degree and third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter, kept in administrative segregation. Says uh, Sarah Fitzgerald, a female spokesman for the Minnesota Department of Corrections. So, I mean, it's a safety concern. Think about the brainwashing that's been put out. Do the prisoners know what's going on in the outside world? They, I think probably so. They get spoiled with cable TV and internet and all that stuff, don't you think? And the word spreads too. Gossip spreads very fast. And a lot of peop- males in prison have a female mindset and they like to gossip. So there's pro- they probably have the total wrong idea about Derek Chauvin. And they might try to off him. Somebody made the point that did George Floyd's so-called family get money already out of the city of Minneapolis? Did they? Twelve. Yeah, before the before the trial, right? Oh, yeah, they did. They got millions. millions and millions of dollars before the trial. And people, Skip, the great Skip from Augusta, Georgia, said, how is the jury going to be, how are we going to have a just trial when they got, they got this settlement? A settlement does not mean that they did anything wrong. In fact, oftentimes it's kind of the opposite. But it's the, the cities, these big cities and states and stuff, they build into it to pay out money. $27 million, something like that? Asks Based America First. J- uh, Jib Jab says 27.1. Yeah, I think it might have been that. I think you guys are right. $27 million. Jim Justice says that. Keep Me Lovely says that. It's ridiculous. They should be charging him that much, the, fam- the so-called family that much money. They should charge the Benjamin Crump that much money for s- helping stoke Poorly, well, I mean, the mother already died, right? But poorly raising this 46-year-old 
overgrown, messed up life man who ended up throwing his life away, right? And then sparking this madness going on. It's ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, he got paid all that. How are, how are we supposed to have a fair trial? Never mind what Maxine, Auntie Maxine Waters said, or what Joe Sleazy Joe Biden said. The whole mainstream media, including many conservatives, prejudged this guy. So he'll have like an hour of exercise outside of his cell. That's, that's it. Meals will be delivered and taken inside his cell for the next couple of months. Crazy. No contact with other incarcerated people. And so I said, chin up, king. <laughs> but I like how, uh, I like what Nick and Jesse Lee Peterson brought up. When you have hard times, rejoice. How many white victims got paid millions? Ask Corbra Coy 99. Mm, don't know. Don't know. You don't really hear about it. I doubt they got much, because this was also, these payouts and all these, this stuff is PR. I mean, it's like, uh, it's politics. And politics is influenced by if you're white or if you're black. Because people are very shallow, especially the corrupt culture that we have right now. What a mess. I gotta, I gotta get to Robert in Kansas. He's been on hold Forever and three days, almost, even though I did get to him yesterday. Robert in Kansas, thank you for holding. How are you doing? Hey, are you running from my call? Not at all. (laughs) Okay. And I also heard uh, five, nine and a quarter, huh? (laughs) I knew that he was going to pick up on that. (laughs) I did. I, I heard it, and I was like, so you got, okay. And then you have the beta back and the red hair. And I just, you know, look at you, Hank, you know, look at yourself. If, if Holly, if, if she, you know, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I catch you your know, drift. At least, at least consider things, right? You know. <laughs> and then, and then you had, He's uh, laughing at what's, me. Uh, what's his, You're what's cold, his name? Robert. New guy, Chris. Chris was talking about he works out. I'm like, okay, what, what proof, what proof have, have I seen? Uh, uh, you know, I I've been exercising. Think- what have proof have you seen of Chris working out or of me? I've been exercising of, again. Uh, of Chris, we we talked about working out a long time ago. I'm on the Chris now. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Chris, yeah. He oh, said he works out, but I, I see no evidence of that whatsoever. He's like a Bruce Lee. Oh. He's he'll he'll get you though. He'll get you. <laughs> okay. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's he he dresses modestly. <laughs> All right. Well, I called. You want me to tell them that? Sure. <laughs> you can bench 225. 225? Not too bad. Well, not too shabby. Well, it's not, you know, it's, it could be worse, right? You know, I mean. To start. Um, yeah. So, you know, your other, other guy, Nick, the, uh, the Mexican. But he can bench it 50 times. <laughs> or the Canadian, whatever he is. 50 times? Dang, well. You know, maybe maybe I won't mess with Chris, but you know, he said he worked. He said he worked out, and I just, you know, I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't notice him. So, um, your other boy Nick, there, uh, he was saying something. I don't know if you listened to his show today, uh, Hey, but uh, I wanted to talk to you about it. Cause we've had our conversations. 
And he was saying that, um, like in Canada, things are a certain way, and then in Britain, and then in Europe, and everything has kind of a flow to it, like where, like something is kind of over it, controlling all of it, like a world government type thing. Yeah. Did you hear him? You hear, or do you know what I'm I didn't, talking about? I didn't catch that specifically, but I definitely noticed the same thing. Yep. So in the Western world, you'll notice that, and then other things, I think, kind of encompass the entire, well, dare I say, globe. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, they encompass the whole world, let's, let's say. That's a better way to say it. All across and, the world. Yeah, like the moon landing, for example. So like, you know, or even this COVID thing more recent. And then we always hear about climate change. Most yeah. nation states have signed on to climate change. And so you you hear about all these things that are in a way like worldwide accepted, like the 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 truth or the facts about world the world wars and World War Two, Hitler, Nazis. We talked about that. Yeah. Uh, all these like uh, all these perceived evidenced facts of what is and so that's it, it goes to a world government, but you say, well, how are all these different worlds, or how not worlds, these nations controlled? Um, what that the way they do that is through the money. Everything is through the money. That really is the system that controls the nation states, or at least most of them. And then we hear about the ones that are not controlled, who are not following along. We hear that, oh, well, that state is a bad state, right? through our media, because the media is controlled yeah. by the same money system, right? Yeah. So the money controls everything. And so that really is the matrix. Like when you see, like when you're wondering why, why is the transgender, why is suddenly England having transgender taught in their schools? Right. And then they're trying, they're trying to pass it in Japan too. Like why all of a sudden is yeah. transgender? And the reason is, is that you have this overarching United Nations level type of government that's ran by the bankers. And so when they say, we want people to be degenerate, we want to be all gay and not know anything that's right and everything is wrong, um, they, that's what they want. Like, they want people to be very usable, and people who know the truth, you can't really use them because they stick to the truth. Yep. So everything has to be a lie. And that's really what the matrix is. That's what the deception is. That's why everything they say, they can't tell you the truth. Like, they can't say, you know, black people are, you know, kind of prone to being criminals, right? They can't really say that, so they have to say, oh, the police are racist, right? They can't really tell you what the truth is, so they have to tell you something else, because any, any truth that gets out there compromises their deception, right? So uh, no matter yeah. what you're talking I do about notice in the that. matrix, Yep. It's all about lying to you all the time so that you never actually know what's going on. That's why, uh, you know, a flat earth or an evolution or any of these things, you know, these sort of things we argue about, we say, well, why does it matter if evolution is real? Well, if it's not real, that's a big deal. And if it is real, that's a big deal, too. It points to there being a god or not, in a, you know, in a lot of ways. Um but, you know, and you can take any sort of lie. The, the, the goal of this system that we're in, the evil, the children of the lie, is through deception they want to achieve inversion. So if you look up the definition of inversion, uh, you know, perversion is another word, but inversion yep. is just everything upside down. And so that's what they're trying to achieve, and you can kind of see what they want to do by, by looking at, okay, they want to invert the reality like God's order, they yeah. want to invert that on every level. Satan running the world. 
yeah, a man is a woman, a woman is a man. Yep. Everybody can get married. We can get married to animals or children or whatever. Yep. They want to just get you, just no matter what it is, they just want to get you off into sin and into the order of Satan, like you said, and not into the order of God. And so that's what the Matrix is, and that's a real big picture sort of breakdown of what you're looking at. But Nick, uh, Nick certainly sparked my interest with those comments about how, yeah, we noticed Australia is now following England. <laughs> I know. And, you know, and yeah. everything follows everybody. Yeah, because it's a it's a United Nations banking cartel that uh, certain individuals in the 30s they went to war with them. Uh, they're cast as the archetypes of evil. That's one of their core their their underpinning type of lies is to teach you that uh, certain people in history are evil. Certain people. Well, are thank not, you, man. Certain people, that, certain people they don't talk about, right? So. It's um, great yeah, points, it's, Robert. Uh, all right, brother. Well, yeah, take that and uh, whatever you want to do. With it. Hey, I really like your show and uh, tell everybody I said hello. Sounds good, Robert. Take care, man. All right, bye. All right. Bye. Oh boy! Thanks for nothing. Instrumental was great. The male's rap and cadence was legit. Says some little ethnic child. Thank you. Referring to that last furthermore song that I played. I appreciate it. I agree. It was cool. I don't know what he what it meant. I'm referring to that song. But I appreciate it. Collar was dropping bombs, says Willie Palomino. Yes, very true. Thank you, Robert. Um, Howard in North Carolina wants to comment on the state of men right now. Howard, thank you for holding. What's up? Nothing much. How are you, James? Doing well. Thank you. Uh, yeah, everybody's just about, uh, covered it on the state of men. Yeah. They're all little, little bees. <laughs> little betas? <laughs> to put it nicely? Yeah, to, to put, put it, it nicely. nicely. Yes. Yeah. I remember when, if all the men were men and not like they are now and just stand up and say, no, everybody said all this about men, you know. They just need to stand up for what's right. And yeah. I remember it, back when I was younger, all the men stood up and said no, and that was it. Yeah, we need to just not be... People get intimidated. A lot of whites mm-hmm. think, oh, it's hopeless because the white replacement has basically finished. If you look at the children, among children, whites are already the minority. White children are yeah. already a minority among among their... <laughs> furthermore, is furthermore the gay cousin of Paramore. Forget you, Brandon, but white children are already a minority among their generation. And uh, the POC children, for the most part, are not waking up. And the whites are getting more and more deluded themselves in many cases. And even the ones who are kind of seeing what's going on, sometimes they're getting angry about it, which doesn't help the situation either. It's a big it's mess. Kind of frust- it's a kind of frustrating. But... Yeah. I say, but I agree, you you said about men standing up, it really doesn't take many. Like, it's so inspiring, Trump was, think about how inspiring Trump was by just standing up and standing on the truth that he told. He had so much support across the board, and he awakened people who were former liberals to be like, oh, wait, you I think I'm a Christian now. (laughs) He showed, by unmasking the evil... Or evil really unmasked itself by opposing him so over the top. 
Um, well, it had helped people uh, snap out of it. Well, and that's a powerful st statement. It doesn't take many. Gideon. Two hundred do that in politics. Right. Gideon wow. in the Bible, be. the great Gideon, he had like a thousand men, and God said, "That's too many. You need to you need to you need to weed through them." And so, like, they sipped out of a river, and the ones who like cupped their hands and got and stayed alert, kept looking around, who who uh, got water from into their hands and sipped it. Yep. While keeping their eyes peeled, rather, those guys passed the test and were Gideon's men. Whereas the ones who just dipped their heads into the water, so much more satisfying and uh, immediate gratification, but not very aware of your surroundings. Um, those guys were cut out, and those three hundred men or something like that defeated a huge army of like Philistines uh -huh. or something. It doesn't take yeah. as we don't need the numbers. Know. That's worldly thinking. That's Satan thinking. One Satan needs man, the numbers. One man can do great things. Yeah. Can even change, can even change God. Uh, people uh, probably don't believe God will change his mind. I read in the chapter there where the, that one guy, I can't remember his name, he uh, prayed to God to, to, to save those people. God was going to destroy them. And it said, God repented. Yeah. Just say that God repented. <laughs> God can change his mind too. Right. Because of one man. Yep. That's why you got to be and careful like what you're praying for. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, think about how Jesse Lee Peterson or like some of these street preachers like Brother Dean Saxton. He he is one man preaching you deserve rape <laughs> and uh stop mm -hmm. dressing like a slut and Death penalty for rapists. He's one man telling the truth on on some campus in Arizona, and the whole mob of Satan's children are going up against him. And one guy acting all tough, like he's a white knight, and like he's really a simp. He like tries to tear the thing away and assault Brother Dean, but he's just telling the truth brightly. He's not the biggest guy, but he's uh, he's just telling the truth and standing on it fearlessly. And Jesse Lee Peterson with his family, if you've heard the stories of him with his family, or in uh, one-man debate against the ACLU and the Democrats and the Atlantic and all that, one man dominating the conversation, because one man standing on truth is more powerful than the crowd. And they want to shut him down. They want to shut yeah. Jesse down. Sampson, he, he destroyed whole armies. So, mm -hmm. anyway. I appreciate it, Howard. It's good to hear from you. Well, there's another thing, if you got time. Real quick. Out of time. Real fast. Go for it. I probably don't have time. I, okay. I can call you Monday. It's about Jesus and Satan and about the Trinity and all that stuff. I want to see what you think about that. All right. That sounds good. Do, do you believe that God and uh, Jesus and the Holy Spirit are three different? Yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to touch on that and more. Okay. But uh, you probably won't get a few more callers. Yep. I see it's five or two now here. I don't know what it is there. Yeah. I'll call you Monday and talk to you about that. Sounds good. Take care, Howard. Appreciate you. Yeah, yeah you too. All right. Um, Christina in Sacramento, California. Oh, before I get to you, Christina, the Montana governor signed two election integrity bills. 
that's Greg Gianforte, or Gianfort, a Republican, signed into law two election integrity bills. This happened this week. One that tightens voter ID requirements. Montana, of all places. And the other eliminating re- election day registration, same day registration, prompting Democrats to sue claiming voter suppression. See, they don't want any integrity. These are basic common sense laws. And the House of Representatives, and there's this picture of this Eleanor Holmes, Delegate Eleanor Holmes, a delegate from Washington, D.C. The House has approved legislation that would make Washington, D.C. a state, which would give the Democrats uh, more power meaning the enemies of America, more power to destroy America. Because what is Washington, D.C., but a swamp full of liberals and blacks, which is another word for liberals. But these liberal, educated people, and then, uh, and then the blacks in D.C. Terrible, huh? It's a party-line vote. All the Democrats backed the bill. All the Republicans voted against it. It's ridiculous. Washington, D.C. It's the capital. It's not, this, it's not a state. And Arizona's Maricopa County, just a, some quick headlines on this uh, election integrity nonsense going on. Election corruption. Arizona's Maricopa County delivers ballots and equipment for a 2020 election audit. Election audit from 2020? However many months later, like almost six, mo- six months later? November, December, January, February, March, April. Yikes. Five and a half months later. Maricopa County, that's in Arizona. That's where Joe, ba- Joe Arpaio, the real Joe, was uh, sheriff. America's sheriff. America's toughest sheriff, maybe. But they're going to be, I guess they're going to be inspecting the... The, ba- the auditing the 2020 election. Seems a little late for that. Crazy. It's going to be streamed live on One American News Network. FYI. Isn't that odd? But uh, Rand Paul is all, the fraud happened. We just have to make sure it doesn't happen again. Anyway, Christina in Sacramento wants to comment on this Chauvin verdict. What's up, Christina? It's good to hear from you. Good morning, sir. Thank you for squeezing me in. I appreciate yeah, that. Of course. Hey, you know, James, I wanted to first thank you so much for always adding the year of our Lord, 2021. <laughs> right. On. I love it. Yeah. It's I, every time you say that, I'm like, man, this is cool. You know. Yeah, because the secularists are changing it to from BC, meaning before Christ, and AD, Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. They change it to Common Era. CE, they call it CE Common Era, or BCE Before Common Era, because they hate Christians. They hate the fact that, that we're something? Christian. The world. things that we were brought up with, you know, yeah. like your other caller, Ramble and whatnot, you know, it's true. Yeah. You just were exposed to that, and it was common. And now these poor kids, you just, man, they don't know what any of this thing is. And so it's not surprising that they vote the way they do. It's yeah. absolutely understandable. Right. You know, terrible but understandable. Um, but I wanted to comment on Derek Chauvin that 
when this verdict came out and I saw these people crying and whatnot, and I thought, oh, God, more confused people. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's just the first thing I thought of, James, is why would anybody join law enforcement today with what they're up against, potentially? Only the, only the best, only the bravest, or the most, uh, some people have a death wish. They are like, they love the thrill. <laughs> yeah. So those people might, but, or else the, or else the worst who kind of have no intention of doing right. But there well, are some, I, think- I bet you there are some really uh, brave me- young men who are looking into it, even despite They've gotta this. They've got to be. Yeah. Because if they're out cruising around and they get a call in an inner city, I mean, I think it would deter them from wanting to go into of- some of these inner city neighborhoods. I know. People are, uh, cops are retiring and transferring like mad is what I'm hearing. I don't blame them. And it's been happening for over a year. And actually, yeah. it was happening even before that because uh, the the prosecution of those five or six cops with the Freddie Gray case, the drug dealer mm-hmm. over in a, where they had a huge hero's funeral for him too. They had that, Nick showed us on the Jesse Lee Peterson show the hero's funeral for that 20-year-old guy who resisted arrest and got himself killed. Blah, blah, blah. I should be calling Freddie Gray blah, 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 too. <laughs> but it's so crazy. It's... It's like what that guy was saying about victims being propped up. Solomon. Oh, Super call. Yeah. On, on. But I think about it, I, you know, I just think that they're probably working toward having cops only carry around tasers or billy clubs, you know, and getting rid of the yeah, guns. I know. And so that's going to deter people also from wanting to even go into the inner cities if yeah. you're out of that ethnic group. I know. Um, and then businesses will suffer because the people aren't going to go in there and support these businesses. Yeah, um, true. And then I can see how, like, the mafia-type gangs will just completely take over the inner cities. Yeah. I mean, it's a complete ridiculous thing that they're doing here. They're already um, taken over because they run the Democrat Party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they run the you Republican know. Party, honestly. It's a big mess. Right, right. You know, and they needed a sacrificial lamb. They needed the sacrificial goat, and, and, and uh, Derek is it. Yeah. Boy. I'm not saying the guy was good, but they needed a goat, so... He, and he might have been fine. I mean, it sounded like his only problem was he was a little socially awkward. That's the, that's that's the worst anybody can say about the guy. And that he'd, exactly. he'd had some, oh, prior, prior uh, discipline things. But he, I'd heard that he'd also had some commendations. And over well, and from since two thousand one, you would think that you would run into something like that, or else you're not an effective cop. That's exactly it. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, I mean, so I just think this whole thing is working out very interestingly. But I thought, man, yeah, you know, it, 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 so he has to sit in solitary confinement because, of course, you know, they're going to set somebody up to try to kill him or whatever. But it, it's just I don't know. I God bless these men who continue to join the force. Honestly, yeah. Because who knows how it's going to turn out? It's going to be a it, it just no one's going to want to go in the inner cities. Why? Yep. You know, and it's getting cover, worse in the in the suburbs too. They're invading yeah, the exactly. suburbs. Yeah, they are. Yeah. What a mess. Hey, I appreciate yeah, well, it, keep Christina. Up the good work, y'all. Thank you. Yeah, the year of our Lord. <laughs> nice. Take care. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> oh boy, Chrissy in Vermont wants to get in here. Chrissy. Oh shoot, Chrissy. Um, we got to start the music and end. But what's up? I'll give you 10 seconds. Go. (laughs) Just want 
forgive me for being an idiot. Oh, I forgive you. I don't even remember you being that much of an idiot. Are you the one who oh. called in uh, trying to undermine your your uh, husband? No, don't say it. Not the truth. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good you to hear from you. I've called you a bunch of times. I've had gotten a fight with my BLM neighbor. Wow. My Trump flag. I'm the housewife that was like, anybody have any questions for a housewife? <laughs> You're like, oh, that's what? funny. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. But, uh, well, I appreciate you, Chrissy. Don't hey, worry. Have a great week, Nick and everybody. Love you, chat. Thank you. Love you, All right. I didn't mean to uh, pick on Marlene. You called her. Oh yeah, Marlene Silvano. Shout out. She no, she loves us. I think she, she was just playing around. Yeah. All right. Take care, Chrissy. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye, bye. everybody. All right. Maze in Dayton, Ohio, my favorite caller. I could not get to you. And T in Alabama and the, all the rest of the callers. Call me on Monday if you want to get in. This has been The Hake Report, thehakereport.com for my stuff. Thefallenstate.tv in less than an hour premiere with that uh, abased woman. Oh, you, I think you'll like this interview. And then, of course, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson on Sunday, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Thanks, guys. Take care. We'll be right back.